0: Welcome to Aerosphere On Air. This podcast is for anyone working in the IT industry. You could be an MSP, a CSP, an ISV, but we'll talk about what's going on in the channel and give our perspective on elements that we find interesting. So I'd like to welcome Andy, great to be on the call.
1: Thank you very much, great to be here.
0: Thanks for joining. Um, We were just talking off air, but, I'm always, it's morning time, I've always got food in my mind um, and there's a running theme throughout these um, this series where we talk about. Um, is there anything that you're cooking at the moment, Andy? Anything that you're you're known for in your household that, hey, this is something that Andy cooks before we dive into the subject of AI?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, it's obviously getting a bit colder. We're back into a hot food season. Um, so always a good soup or a good Mexican dish. Oh, nice. Uh, well known for for anything that's got some spice in it. Oh, lovely. So, uh, yeah, that's going well. But but otherwise anything that's that's bake worthy really good old pasta bake now. Oh,
0: pasta oh,
1: bake. <laughs> yeah. It so
0: no, good. it can't be a pasta bake. Um, Absolutely. Last night I had a prawn curry, and I make it two different ways because my my wife doesn't like the spice that I like, <laughs> yeah. so I have to do two dishes going at the same time. But. Had a prawn curry last night, and yeah, it was it was it was bang on the money. Well, at least mine was anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know about her so She said it was good, but uh, yeah, I always struggle a bit with the rice. The yeah. rice because it gets soggy, and like you then
1: add a little bit of is water. It, it, there's a method for.
0: So there is. I, there is.
1: I, 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 I never perfected, but I just followed my wife's instructions, and it's never, it's never gone wrong. Don't touch it. Don't yeah, touch it. Never touch it. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, well, it's controversially, like yeah. lots of my, lots of my people talk about microwave and rice, but mm. we don't have a microwave anymore. Yeah. We removed the microwave from the house. It's just we don't have a microwave yeah. anymore. So that's quite different for a household. But anyway, let's. So, Andy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, what, where you sit, you know what your yeah, focus absolutely. areas are. That would be good
1: for yeah, yeah, listeners. So, so, I'm a partner technology strategist at Microsoft, and um, essentially aligning with with key partners on their technical strategy for the fiscal year. And um, it really, it's my job to help ensure that the, the areas, the technologies that you, the partner is identifying, is best for them. It's within their strengths. They understand the capabilities. The the sort of the basis of what they're going to market with and help support them to to absolutely achieve that so it's it's an interesting area it's a very unique role it's, it's always sometimes great to be on stage and sort of say it because it's there's no complexity to the name it, very much I work with partners on their technical strategy so it, it sort of says uh, what it what it is on the tin really but it's nice to have a bit more and um, breadth to the technologies I, I need to have uh, knowledge of visibility of you know be able to just quickly adapt from a power platform conversations for so security ones for so user and it's you're all over the place but it's, it's great fun
0: yeah it, it provides you a breadth right it's a uh, real you're not narrowed or pigeonholed mm. into a certain area the the breadth of what microsoft can do is so vast you, yeah you, yeah like you say you're jumping from one conversation to another but need to have an opinion on each absolutely yeah um, which is interesting and and i know this Subject is getting a lot of attention ai artificial intelligence there's we're at an inflection point now Uh, it's mainstream in my opinion yeah Uh, i speak to uh, dads at the playground i'm speaking to my in-laws over the weekend everywhere i go they're talking about what this is what the opportunity is but also what the risk is and i think it's a it's a you could get into a wormhole on it quite quickly but if Kids are using it to do their homework. Um, <laughs> I I've, I've been using it for a while. I will jump into into that in, in a bit. But you know, from from where where you sit, I think you've got first mover advantage with what's there in Bing chat and co and chat and open AI. But what's your steer on? You know, it's never moving evolution we're in, but what's your view on the, the market today and, and and AI in general?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I think I think it, it's nice to have a really um, broad technical background as well. Like I, I've I've been in tech my my entire IT career, sort of, and and it, I think it allows you to have a nice. I guess, influence on sort of non-technical areas, but sure. then it gives you an appreciation for what the technology truly can provide. Like I've been on, like recently traveling to London, like I was on a train and um, overheard a conversation with a couple of teachers, it turned out to be, and they're talking about utilizing ChatGPT to help them formulate and articulate, most importantly, like what it is they're actually trying to achieve. And this this woman came across like so excited. They've they'd been sort of, they've had a day off and they're talking about like, sort of trying to like relay the the excitement of it but in a really in, in exactly in our roles in a way that you're you're selling the idea of it but backed up by qualifiable you know evidence and this woman was essentially talking about how she's used chat GPT to formulate a good um, email draft and um, to basically justify going to her, her manager and say these are the, these are the things that are within my role these are the things that I'm doing beyond that I, you know been here you know a few years now and really you know justifying the means for a promotion and sort of just over here in this conversation i'm texting my wife at the same time because i've just presented on copilot earlier that day and it's like this is hilarious like they don't even know what's necessarily coming and they're not just excited about it but doing the same thing we're doing, where we're trying to sell the the means, but also the the functionality, the why, um, and to so sort of just laugh. And they sort of was like, oh, do you know about this AI stuff? And I was like, yeah, you, like, and I was actually, on, yeah. on my phone, messaging some, some more people from work. And it was like, yeah, this is Copilot, like just a glimpse of what it can do. And they were like, oh, well, like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just drafting an email in response to a question. And they were just sort of like, oh, what like, is it? Just going to do your work for you? And it was like, well, no, I'm just getting the draft. I might just scrap it. I might, you know, influence it. it and, and yeah. getting, getting, I think it was about a week after I got access, and it was like, well, actually, like I've done exactly what you've done, but I'm, or I'm sort of on the other side of, well, I've got access to that sort of next next phase of it, if you will, especially within the Microsoft realm. And it's it's interesting to know how that curiosity and the concern overlap and conflict and reject to to some degree and that we're just having so many brilliant conversations that I think the best part of it is like the challenge. Mm. Like partners that are going to go in is it just a fad? Is it going to be you know is it a bump in the road and we're going to all go back to tin next year. And it's like We've been saying that for 10 years. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. At what point do we sort of truly recognize that this, you know, not, not just co-pilot, but the, the technology advancements is like, is this the one that's truly like for us and for the productivity value that we bring to, to all organizations? It's like, well, actually, we we really believe it is. And it's, it's, it's almost like this, especially for, for my career, it's it's nice to sort of uh, have got to Microsoft, to gone through the partner world and, you know, had all those sort of trials and tribulations of being a Microsoft partner and just being an IT company. And then sort of getting here and going, I'm not like just pushing a, a, an agenda, a message, a, a product, just, you know, sort of trying to drill it home. It's like, I'm selling like the aftermath. It's not selling the product. It's selling, well, once the product's done what it can do, like, what are you going to do next? And it's like, I've never experienced a, a, a sort of a sales pitch like it where I'm not selling the actual products because yeah, to a degree it sells itself. But it's very much that, well, like, what are you going to do with the time back with, you know, you drafted your emails, you prioritise, you've organised them and you've you know, got recaps of that meeting. You're no longer as stressed about not getting to a meeting on time or missing the meeting or having to rearrange. It. It's like, well, actually, I can just follow on, recap it, still contribute, still do everything you would do if you were there present. And I think it's that nice adaptation to people you know changing to remote working styles. It's mm. then go, well, I can I can remote work and not have to be disconnected. I can c- continue the conversation later in the day, you know, whenever's as remote working is influencing when when is most convenient for me and still allow you to you know go ahead and do your your work and contribute in your own way, but then you're not then disconnected from me and having to sort of circle back round and go, watch, well, I still need to speak to you about this thing. It's like, I'll, I'll catch up. Don't worry. It's it sort of like adds that nice bit of stress relief of going like everyone's on the same page regardless of when they catch up and it's, yeah, it's very different being in a global organization because you're sort of hamstrung by that fact of someone's logging in from Portugal or oh, yeah. Canada, like people are logging at different times throughout, throughout the working day. And it never, you know, it never coincides, always conflicts with when you're eating dinner. Someone's now logging on and replying to that email and it's like you're just information overload. And I think we speak quite strongly around digital debt and how it's, I think for a lot of people, it's creeped upon them. Mm. And I think it's just through lack of understanding of what that feeling was, where it's like, Wow, I've got so many things that daunting. Like I need, I need time off. Oh, you, you, know, yeah. you, know, go on holiday for two weeks and come Absolutely. back. Oh go, my god, I cannot. Like, do not want to look at my emails. And that is digital debt, and it's in its fullest. It's that is the overwhelming, you know, um, trivial amount of information coming in that you just do not have the, the the capacity to 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 get through it in a in a quick amount of time. It's already daunting before you've even looked at them you see the number you know on, on outlook you see the number in your inbox and immediately you're drawn away from it not towards it
0: and the pings on teams or yeah you know i, complete, exactly. I completely have completely got you touched on some really interesting points there Andy, and definitely a bit that stood out to me was yeah you've got two camps right when you look at partner ecosystems ones that buy into it ones that that don't but it, it's here yeah we're in that um but i i, I read something the other day that, um, I think it was up from IDC, that by 2026, there'll be 300 billion invested in mm. AI. And you just look at the amount of startups in the UK are actually at a global level yeah. that have an AI element to them and they're an AI company, startup company. Yeah. Um, I think it was like a 108% increase. I, I'm just throwing to of yeah, stats at you. Already, already. Yeah. but yeah, year on year, and it, it's just, You've got some that will go. Yeah, will we go back to selling tin? I think that's what you said. Yeah. I, th- I think there is there is so much. Even, even when I look in at Arrow, there's different parts of our business that this will influence. You know, uh, the sale of certain ty- types of things, yeah. certain types of products. But I think that we're at such a point now where it's like you say, you were on a train and
1: yeah. that just happened. Just overhearing a conversation exactly. And I think it, it, it's a nice. I think the thing that I've I've enjoyed is you will you will always get especially in i t um, in, in sort of the roles where in the, the technologies we deal with is that conflict of people in a traditional i t sense, absolutely. especially if you're you're working in a very hybrid world to those that are fully cloud native or, or cloud agnostic like they're just cloud first everything is cloud. First. yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely and I think it's 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 interesting that AI is going to be, almost a counterweight to both sides because it's not trying to drag you to cloud, it's not trying to keep you on-prem. If anything it doesn't matter, and I think that's a nice, almost a rebuttal to a lot of conversations that I have is it's irrelevant of where you are like if your if your servers are all on a data center they're on promise when you your back office still if you're just not there yet mm. like it just doesn't matter anymore bring yeah. the cloud to you bring the cloud security to you bring wherever the services are you know most up-to-date and most robust bring them to you leverage you know with those extra capabilities you know from our perspective using azure arc is something that's like just an enablement tool like it's 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 just like a, almost like a like a you know that that skeleton key it's just unlocking the doors to things that you you try to keep locked and yes, keep yeah. on. it's like well actually this is just nice and easy and you know you you can easily adapt it and enable it but then it means that you're a little bit more open to at mm-hmm. least understanding how ai can impact your your working day your your working life and organizations that are just you know Really not on the latest trend, which is most. Yes. They're waiting to sort of like, is it going to break? Is it going to? Is this going to be the thing? And it's like, well, actually, like you can just get started now. Like I said, we we played around with ChatGPT for a long time, and it's like, as soon as they started adding new features, my, my mind goes crazy with it's like the potential. Yes. This isn't just a ChatGPT. GPT. No, thing. I, they were just one of the first to introduce it in a in a in a way that was nice and easy to to you know to see and log into and take use of. But imagine that in your car on your phone on your emails and you're just like oh wait you can yeah (laughs) you're like there's already voice you know voice assistants they've been here for a while series not new like and then you look at the underlying technologies for those that are you know a bit more interested or or sort of of that ilk and you sort of go these aren't like i'm not telling you about anything new like the technology is not new the underlying large language models like the concept is like 20 30 years old These yeah it's really not old. I like I said it's that that point now where it adapts to being relevant and i think now that it's heavily being invested in and mm-hmm. commercialized in it's like people now understand that it's it's very much something that is here to stay whether we like it or not or use it or not it's, it's just here and, and ready to be
0: ready to be used and then if we drill into copilot right mm-hmm. because there's there was some I call them enterprise customers that pay to be on the early adopter program, right? So they've got some element of first mover advantage on that. But I think it comes down to like the confidence in the CEOs of what is AI. Like I I, I read something the other day, where it was pretty much split from the, I think they interviewed a a thousand uh, CEOs. And it was was like 45 to uh, like, are they going to do anything this year on AI or are they going to delay? And it was it was split. Right. So I think it's just getting that business mind mm. astute and, and aware of, hey, this this is here. It's here to stay, as you yeah. just said. But you've got to use it in the right way. Put your guardrails on it Yeah, because it, you need to regulate this. Mm. Um, it took a while. It took five years to regulate TV uh yeah. it took 20 years to regulate airlines um so it's not it's going to be a while like open ai microsoft have made a big investment i think it's like 10 billion yeah. or was a billion and, and then uh, they've invested more in but and there's there's um and they're trying to put guardrails around ai but i think from a, a partner or an end customer perspective it's all about how do you put those guardrails and make sure that people are yeah. doing things in the right way there's we don't have to People are putting stuff in chat in in blackout periods, which no one should ever do, <laughs> because once that's in the ether, it's in the ether. Right. But if you if you containerize it, put it in its guardrails, it, it, it protects it a lot more. And I think that's the bit that people need to get to the understanding of is that
1: yeah.
0: it does give you advantage. Like just take classic examples. I, I've been saying this to my wife for a while that, hey, you need to understand how to prompt this, how to use this, because it will. She, she writes far too many notes from meetings. I think this could. This is just going to disappear yeah. once once uh, you have co-pilot, which could be a while because she's in the NHS. But <laughs> that's a different matter completely. Yeah. We can't fix that in this room. Um, but um, yeah, I, I think it's about having the confidence in it, making sure that people put the guardrails in it. Otherwise, it it can get out of control and can sprawl out of control. It, if, yeah. unless a business has control over who's doing what and who's using it in, in what vein yeah it can get quite big but i think i think it's a big opportunity but it's down to absolutely us as arrow uh, you know and our, and our partners as well to educate customers on how to use it yeah uh in, a, in the ethical way uh and,
1: and that's that's the exactly as you touched on there the ethical ai point i think it's 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 hard not to just see it as a word right now because it it truly is it's a concept we understand what ethical means we understand the basis of what ai is yes especially now that we're starting to see it we can we can resonate with it a little bit better and then when you almost compare the two it's it's almost another thing this year and this sort of side of our generation where it's like we don't get it we've not seen it yet to to be able to reference it and it's like I think the the easiest thing that I found to respond to that is you're completely right. Mm. We we haven't seen it, which means this is the first time for all of us. And actually, you can now play a part in, you know, even for yourself to, to get that credibility and that confidence. It's not you're not waiting for an article to be posted no. when you can go out and source this this to yourselves and build that confidence in, in, the, in the the underlying technologies. And. Um, And it's very much there and and ready. But I think it's people understanding, you know, until it drops into their realm, then it's not necessarily real. It's just um, a headline. It's something that's trending. It's you hear about investments. It's like, yeah, but Dragon Dens, I think everyone's always invested in everything you hope it works. Is this a hopeful venture or is it one that's solid? And I know with the recent announcements at the the cloud, uh, the uh, safety summit, it's well, actually, this is now like countries joining hands in a a, a really hopeful way. Yes. And amongst a lot of, you know, political and, and, you know, country conflicts, it's almost surprised people a little bit that even throughout everything that's happened in the more recent years to now, it's like we're still recognising that, like, no matter what, we have to actually come together and really, like, put put our sort of minds together in a room and say, wait, this is all on us. And, you know, it's great to be part of, you know, a, a country that's got such a strong technical history but to be able to be part of that almost founding fathers of ethical ai to go we know that we don't know what it is yet no. we acknowledge that it's needed though and we're putting ourselves forward to say we're accountable to make sure that the things you do and will ultimately be responsible for with content creation or utilizing the services like that you understand that the boundaries that are there to govern and protect you you know no different than laws but it's there to ensure good practice and when there is no practice everyone's you know sees it as a minefield and we're sure. hopeful
0: <laughs> Yeah, and then you only have to read any publication uh, in the UK and, and I think I saw one recently about a legal uh, uh illegal trading and, and this yeah. AI bot was able to cover up this illegal trading that was going on and, and people will always use new technology to yeah. push the boundaries and, and maybe outside of the law in, in this example but I think that that governing of it is key you, you can guide but I think it, people always push that boundary yeah. further and further so it's how you use AI it in, 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 go back to that ethical way but yeah. I think some of those publications try with the scaremongering it's you know it's
1: yeah. Armageddon
0: it's the end of the world it's
1: and I think that leans back to that the curiosity and the concern it's people want to lean into the people that are curious by telling them how concerned they are. And and these examples we heard, they're not they're not risk adverse examples. These are like really, you know, we've heard about examples of people trying to use it for, you know, in courtrooms, people yeah. accidentally publishing uh, corporate confidential data onto public LLMs. And it's like, it all comes through those mistakes. You know, these are life lessons. They're Absolutely. big mistakes to make in business. But ultimately for something that's never happened, that mistake hasn't been made before. Like, at least someone's made that mistake. Yeah. <laughs> but you can definitely reference that and go, that's what we now can't do. And as soon as that builds, you've then got five use cases. And, you know, this is very much then a learning experience. And I think that's where the, the almost the the wariness comes from. And the weariness isn't a bad thing at all. It's just, well, how does this impact me? What am I doing to, you know, make use of it? Do you just take a little bit of time back and say, actually, I'll, I'll wait? Yeah. <laughs> or well, do you go, well, what's the difference between public and private llms you go oh right there's actually a really clear definition as to if it's publicly accessible and i'm contributing to it and there's not an explicitness to say this is not used to train the model then it's, it's public and it's there to train the model is oh right i've used that and it's like yeah you have yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it's yeah. like but now that you've asked that question of well what's the alternative it's like oh there's there's private versions too Oh well, why why didn't I use that? It's like well, because the public ones only seen first. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it's again, it all comes down to mistakes and that that learning experience. But because it's almost so new as well, especially you know with 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 media portraying you know whatever it wants, that narration, it's it's new enough that people can question it and challenge it and and do their own research and get really straight to the point or very exploratory answers of going, yeah, we're all figuring this out together. And it's like, oh well, that for me anyway, it very much reassures me to know that I'm just not getting it and I'm doing the completely wrong thing. And there's a huge gap between getting it right. That's it right now, people are almost getting it wrong um, on purpose to a degree to make sure that they're, they're, they're a bit more confident yeah. what they're doing is right. And when they do make those mistakes, it reaffirms like what is right. And that, you know, especially from a business perspective, that we're, we're on the right track with things. So yeah, it's it's a good, good learning experience, but it's, it's, huge yeah Family it's an advancement it's
0: and it's got so many use cases yeah. it's, there's so many use cases it could it can do and and i've used it personally in a lot of ways it's written a script on yeah. esg um content creation you know you, you test it i read in a magazine the other day that um, he, um this this guy from uh toshiba um i think his name was dion said he couldn't live without chat gbt because he's he's doing research on it he's mm. fact checking he's getting idea creations and all of those things I, I do now, I did, yeah. I don't use Google search bar anymore, I've, I've got an app on my phone, yeah. which connects to quite a few of the, uh, connects to ChatGVT, but some of the other ones as well, and, and I, I use that to search for information now, because yeah. I can then ask and reaffirm and get them to write that in the way that I want or pull from a different don't focus on this bit focus on that bit that's
1: that's critiquing That curation it's like when have you ever been able to do that and 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 I think the nice influential thing is that is that I try to sort of recognize the new features and then also leverage the old like there's a really uh, good feature I saw the other day you know you go onto um you know Google browser and you're like okay I, um, I want to just search for this song, but I can't remember the name. I kind of remember some of the words. The words are fluttering in and out of your mind, but you've got the general thumb. And then um, I was searching something else just to sort of like you know get the comparison of the response I get from 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 Copilot, ChatGPT, and what just the traditional browser search gives me. And almost like trying to break it to a degree. <laughs> I want to know what it's giving me and yes. what that organic search gives me, and and how it's almost understand the the change of method of what I would get in response to a, what is this product? Tell me about it. And it's, here's some searches, here's some here's some articles, here's some reference material, and how that differs from the AI responses. And then just a little bit below it, there's like a sponsored uh, Google feature of, uh, basically you can just hum the, whatever song oh, guys, you're trying to find, I've done that for a year, probably a good 20 years. I've yeah. been like, what is this song? It's a theme song. And you're like, it's kind of, it's really big in the 90s. Oh, maybe it's a bit of that year when
0: they went, let's.
1: let's just says, just, say, just hum, hum into your microphone and we'll figure it out for you. And you're like. Did yeah. it? Yeah. And huh. I just, it just was simple. I did like Night Rider. And I was like, we can't, it's, it's, it's a, almost an easy one to get. But again, you'd have to know it. And it was like, you know, you do that and it's like, that wasn't even in my search. That was, you know, they're, they're obviously promoting a new feature, but I was like, but that's like crazy. That's huge as, a, as an advancement of technology. The fact that that's just there as an add on now. And it's like, that 20 years ago, 20, 30 years ago in the music industry would have like been unbelievable. It would have been an earthquake in that yeah. industry. And then you think now it's just a, just a feature that's it's in a, my browser while I'm searching for stuff. And it's a it, little feature that God, like, a that's little, just a key now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I'm just like, well, that's like, would have saved many a Christmas argument. Like, that's yeah. kind of got me through a couple of quizzes. Like, it's just, it's unbelievable that that's not even a big thing. That's just no, that's, that's just, just to do with it. Here's a use case in itself. And you're like, was not even part of my search. Like, it's just here, just in case you need it. And it's like, and that's just one one feature within one, you know, application within one vendor. And you just sort of like, so what about all the rest of them? You yeah. about everything else I interact with. And, and you know, from a use case perspective, that definitely something I do when I'm talking to, to partners and customers about Copilot is you get the excitement, you get the, wow, wow I can do this with Outlook, wow, I can do this with Excel, and my PowerPoints are never going to look cleaner. And you're like, okay, now walk me through your day. Like, when do you log in? What happens when you log in? When, when are you checking your emails? What's next? What do you do before your first meeting of the day? And you're like... I almost make a couple of visual, you know, different color-coded like markers of going. Have you identified Do you understand how secure that process is? Do you understand how much time you're wasting there, or do are you are you attributing it towards your productivity, or is it just something you do? And it's like, if you're checking your emails probably like three hours a day, like that's a productivity nightmare because yeah. you've got too much trying that you're trying to like import and output at the same time. That it's like you're late to your meeting. Now. Like constantly getting distracted, and it's like recognizing that and going, you know, you've got really good you know, psychological methodologies that have been, you know, born into to books and IT for years. Eat that frog, and you know, carve out that time. You know, fifteen minutes for an activity. Get just to get in, that optimum get done. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. You do, and you're yeah. like, well, actually, like, when does when did these these things work for me? Like, I don't, another application, another feature, another service, another provider, like, it's more, 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 which is that very much same thing that we said at the start. That is, that is digital debt as as, as it is. And we were speaking earlier about it. And it was, that's the the creation of digital debt when there's just so much coming in that you just do not have the, the capacity to Sometimes. process it. Yeah. You've, got, you've got to read something. Five more emails have come in and you're like, whether it's a chain that you've cc'd onto or it's, it's someone needs information from you and it's no longer that transactional, you know, information in, information out. It's now like a capacity issue. And and I just kept coming back to the same resounding factor when people are sort of going, oh, like, Copilot sounds interesting. In very early days, we've not seen anything of it. We've seen a good, you know, uh, two minute, uh, two-minute video discussion. at the conference, yeah. very much like Inspire. And then it was like, but why, like, are you not, not just a, not just happy and excited about it, but like the potential. Like, do you not recognize the potential of what's next after that? Because if I'd, you know, pre- referencing back to a previous role I had as, a, as, a, as an architect was you run through a workshop with a customer, understanding their, their application, their workload, you're mapping it out, you're questioning them, who looks after security, who looks after data governance, you know, going through that well-architected process and then going, That's like half a day, a full day sometimes for some applications, I think you're like, okay, I've got to write that up. I've got to document it. I've got to design it. I've got to almost understand the topology of it so I can almost reference and articulate in the best way. Sometimes, or most of the time, not in a technical way, you're then having to understand the technology to talk about it in real world terms. And then you sort of like, well, I'm shattered i've not looked at my emails today i've not not i've had to move a couple of meetings this has gone over because it's just so deeply technical and and conversational and then you're like well when does this start working for me like why am i i'm serving these applications to provide them with the data to give me a summarized output and then not one point has it like helped me (laughs) it's not helped me gather that information it's not prompted me to be more efficient it's just sat there waiting it's 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 idle and then that was sort of the, like, when people were talking about it and they're having a really interesting debate and I just sort of, like, jumped in and went, like, when does this work for us? Because if I can't go in my emails and get an understanding of what's important for me today based on my availability, based on my calendar, based on my next, next meeting, it's like, well, I've got to do all that myself. <laughs> yeah. And then sure. if I've got to join that meeting, do, it's like I've got. We're working from home. We're, we're remote. I've got a four-year-old. Like he's throwing something at me. Wants a banana. Like you, you're working. You've got to give him the banana. I've got to prioritize, yeah. and you know, it's, I work with such such great partners that it's like, you know, my four-year-old just comes on camera mid thing, and we're fully deep in a conversation. It's like carry on. Like I'm listening. I'm here. I've got my headphones in. Don't worry. I'm not. Let me just go and grab a banana. And it's like. That should be completely possible. You're not losing me from the room. I'm just visually there. I go back, I'm still in the conversation, still in the flow of it. But if I had to drop out immediately like black space, like that's gone. Yeah. I don't know what's been said. I don't know the context, the structure, what I've missed, what, what should I have been able to contribute to, which is a very like difficult, conflicting place to be when especially you're in a, a strategic role. And if you have to drop out of the conversation, like, where's the strategy, like where is the strategy? Like you're then feeling behind, you get that guilt and then you're like, actually, I need to catch up now, which is then wasting more people's time for them to recap. It's like, why is this not working for me? Like if I if I drop out or my internet cuts off, like I shouldn't miss anything. If the conversation's carried on without me, if this is a group chat with your friends, the conversation would move on. You've got it all there, ready to read. You might ask something or qualify something, but it's all there to go. Why is that not happening in every function of of day-to-day life? And I think then you start to add in the the profile elements and it's like, I'm not really selling anything here. (laughs) (laughs) If anything, I'm just sort of like presenting the challenge that we all have, um, almost understanding and articulating the, the opportunity that the product provides us. And it's like once Copilot's done its thing and we can recap on meetings, I can summarize them while I'm on the call, just in case I'm not like, getting something and go, hey, was there an action here for me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just You know, that personalized experience. It's like, well, I'm instantly way more efficient. That, you know, that, that well-architected half-day workshop where I've got to summarize everything, articulate it, write it all up, send it over to the client and just like make sure that's like all done to, to the level that I expected myself. It's like, that's, a day gone in itself that that whole day is gone then because of the the session and the follow-up and you're like the follow-up's happening while i'm on this call now summarizing it like can you just break down the top five technology topics or you know you list the last five products that were mentioned or um you know what's the what's the topic of the debate right now and it's like oh actually it's it's application integration It's, it's it's data secured in transit or at rest and you're just like Okay, I'm right back into the conversation. I know exactly where it's at, exactly how I can contribute. And I'm almost not having to just sit there nodding, being like, I hope. And this context,
0: this yeah, yeah. i mean this somebody really does a summary and say, these are the actions. But, yeah. but that's
1: co-founder, right? that's, where well, that's going to put them to. Absolutely. Us. And, you know, it's great to be able to show off a couple of the, the, the examples, um, even just in video form, to go. It's a nice, nice video. it's a nice yes, video for some of them. And it's like, yeah, but that's actually how it works. Like, so Absolutely. That's the, the 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 process, the steps it's showing you is genuine, like, examples of you going into Outlook, go to your calendar, you're following a meeting that you can't attend, but it's like not having to rearrange, not having to look at my calendar three weeks in a, in a row. I'm not now late to my next call because I've done all this, almost like, prep work for the 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 impact of my changing you know schedule and availability and it's like but that's following you look at your emails and saying actually like, what's what's new today what's you know, is there anything that references this topic because that's what i really want to focus on today hey, you've got 10 emails on this topic it's in one chain. you're like okay let me read that one first that was set at 11 o'clock last night and you've had 300 emails just in the morning it's like it's it, it gets it to a degree it does. and it comes back to that like you said that that use case of articulation and you know prompts and prompt engineering becoming a becoming a thing in itself. Yeah, that, it's, that's that's developed
0: a new word prompt engineering. Absolutely. Yeah, that is
1: and all it is is just being able to communicate effectively, which yeah. as, as people we, we struggle oh,
0: with. We test <laughs> we, I test it all the time on the yeah. app, but it's just different words, different vocabulary that's used to prompt Mixing it.
1: It, all, change it. But yeah. different than what you know we would do speaking. If if you didn't quite like get what I was saying, I would articulate it differently, add you know it's great being in technical layers, terms
0: at where it's you cool, have
1: yeah. to go I can't start talking about APIs and integration methods and authentication and what, what it all means. You've got to almost just say, this is how you connect to something securely. And this is how you make sure that your identification is validated. You are who you say you are when you log into something. That's what we want. That's green. And to be able to do that sort of on on this side of it is like really easy. Yeah. yeah. Because it's, it's not just the application for the products, but like. If, if it's like oh that's a good point i don't know whether you know, ai does that or a technology does that I'll just go and test it myself and like i'd get that advocation and that confidence of going yeah i know it does that yeah. and it's not just the yes the product should be able to do this it's like i'll just run that example and just check it and go yeah it does that's cool exactly yeah
0: no, look at this look what look what's been created no i think i think it's there's so many other you know just to summarize and i really enjoyed the chat yeah. i think that there's, there's a plethora of different use cases yeah, for it 100%. and there's going to be more coming out and there is you know there's abundance of money that's pumped into this from a from a Microsoft perspective and
1: it's definitely a long-term investment no, oh, there's no phase with it and, and on the use cases part I think now that we've we've understood you know the typical roles that we yeah. see you know you've got managers, sellers, IT operations, you've got HR, finance, marketing, like you then break down those those roles into the roles responsibilities. and responsibilities. Day to day. And now it's the, not just the, the, the use case of that role, but like the use case of the individual. Like I'm getting a lot more feedback as people get access to it of roles that are going, I didn't know it did this for me. And it's like, it didn't until you used it and you contextualized your need. And, and now it, yeah. it does that for you. And it's like, that's completely new use case it's just been born out of the use and the prompting and the adjustment to that sort of natural language it's like it's not designed for that it's designed for anything it's designed to allow you to find that and surface that that productivity element that getting more from your time
0: and um, yeah we talked about the hybrid working you know traveling we travel down you know there's there's travel everyone has to do to get to certain places right so i think it's 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 going to allow people to have more balance in their life, I think. 100%. Um, and I think that's it's an enabler and it's how you use it. Like if you don't use it, then guess what? You're not going to see the ROI. Absolutely. But if you if you embed yourself in it and, and use it, and, and then it starts to learn your, your roles, responsibilities, mm-hmm. what your day-to-day stuff. And let's face it, not every day is the same. There's going to be days, yeah. you know, you think about a finance person, they're, they're going to be busier at, at different points in the month, different points in the quarter if they work for a sales organisation. Yeah. Um, operation where people have different points and, and struggles that they have, and managers again different areas that they need to focus in. So I think it's it's going to learn, and and you know and yeah. if we had this conversation in a year's time,
1: oh, it,
0: crazy. it's going to be lots the yeah. lost
1: schedule, let's have the same. Let's listen back and have the same yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I think wow. it, I think <laughs>
0: yeah, I think it's going to be one of those wow, stand back moments. People have said it's like like the internet when the internet yeah. first came out, and with the right emphasis and buy and it's going to be that because there's so much investment gone into it and where there's so much yeah. endless opportunity and use cases as we kind of discussed so no I, I really appreciate the chat was there anything you want to leave as a kind of passing yeah, I think, comment
1: i think I, I definitely don't want to um not have, have covered the point you mentioned earlier around the the, the security side of it mm. i think it's very much an angle of of understanding you know it's an area that like i said that that use case i walked through with a customer of like what do you do next when you log in you go to outlook you go to the azure portal wherever you're logging into and going next like do you understand what's happening like is that an area where mfa comes in is that something where you know entra kicks in is this something where your data loss prevention kicks in how do you know that 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 document that you're sending from one place to another is going there for one but also that it still maintains that same security and i think when people start to ask that question i think especially with content creation and understanding that you know that's new for you you've created that you're responsible then to make sure that it's doesn't hold you know financial data for your business, and if it, if it does, it doesn't go external. It's only for internal, and it's and it's the naming conventions right, or the sensitivity labels applied, or it's not uh, saved in a location that's not meant for that content. Like they're normal everyday practices today. So it's it's it, and I say this a lot is Copilot and AI doesn't necessarily introduce new risks it accelerates the risk that we're already you know susceptible to today. Yeah. It's like you mentioned around people, you know, using it for bad. It, all it's doing is it said it's an enabler and an accelerator for everyone, good, bad, you know, ugly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's, it's completely neutral on that. But I think having something, especially speaking to a lot of cybersecurity individuals, having a, a service, a, you know, a solution that can help them combat that. I think last year was one of the first years ever that we've had not just a drop in cybersecurity instance, but a lull in compared to how many are happening, to how many we're you know being impacted by or that we're being able to respond to before something bad happens. It was like the first time it plateaued for a little while and it was like, oh wow, like we uh, we're not just sort of almost having that period of time where we're keeping track. It's like we can accelerate just as fast as the bad guys are while we get to grips with using it in the best way and you know we say this a lot around people that have access to copilot and those that don't is if you're an organization with hundred thousand employees it's going to take you a little while <laughs> to get, so, yeah. get used to it and you're that that company with with 20 employees and you're absolutely chomping at the bit to get access and you you want to you want to leverage it and almost use that that motion that you said earlier around you know they've got that that head start mm-hmm. is how does that happen for the little guy? And I'm just saying, sit back, <laughs> because the longer that they have to test it, to qualify it, to make it more robust, the better for us when we do get it, because it's just ready to go out the shop window. It's not, you're not then having to do all of this, yeah. you doing it for yourself, you're not having to do it for the product. No, exactly. Well. Yeah, you're not, you're not having to
0: work in that kind of beta mode with the product yeah. and then trying, yeah. Works over the cracks but yeah i think security we, we you know we didn't touch on it but it's it's super important yeah, right
1: it goes hand in hand with with every i think it's almost with every ai interaction and then you suddenly realize it's it's before the ai interaction it's as soon as you open your laptop you're you're sort of then questioning uh, how how does this work how can i like if i'm working from you know uh, you know another office that's not my usual i'm like am I, should I be on the VPN? Yeah. Is, is the data I'm accessing good? Like, you, you sort of then become a bit, a bit worried that you're doing the right thing. And that's the right mentality. Absolutely. Exactly. And then I think it's then having that secondary reassurance to know that, yes, you are doing the, wrong, the right thing. No, you've done the wrong thing. And this is how you, you know, correct it. And it's, say so it's all about making those mistakes, but doing them, you before it's a problem, not just willy nilly. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. It's all this this financial data and payroll. End of month, i the that, fine. I'll just that on I there. think
0: it's about having self awareness to 100%. what what you're doing, and and you don't want to be the uh, the use case to not do something, but. Yeah doing things in a controlled manner but yeah uh, you know copilot isn't a new world it's been in github right yeah and a lot of people are putting stuff in there with passwords and other stuff in like checking this code not thinking yeah. what the code really had in it but yeah. i think it's being astute to right you're, you're asking you're asking this if they can improve on the code make it more secure yeah. but not thinking what the what the yeah. the risk is with putting that information out there but yeah i, th- I think it's 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 a balancing act but you're right, I think security is at the start. It's the it's the front door. Yeah. And you need to make sure that that house is in order before you, you, you go down that. But, yeah, it's just about having, I think I used the word guardrails earlier. Yeah, it's about absolutely. putting those guardrails in so that you know, hey, people aren't going to go above and beyond and do something that they shouldn't, yeah. but they need that guidance on. Yeah. And, and, and Copilot is an enabler which will allow people to drive it quicker. And that GitHub
1: example is perfect because, you know, developers... Uh, especially developers I've known over the years that the no nonsense it, it is or it isn't it's facts or figures and it there's no getting around it it either works or it doesn't and if it doesn't there's something wrong and if it does it can be done more efficiently you know six months later they'll change their entire code base and then it's like right back to the drawing board. we do this again we go again it's very mature and it's sort of routine and they were the first ones to sort of go I've just saved so much time. Yes. But not not to just sort of necessarily just save, bit, save in the yeah, bank yeah. and sit back there going, Well, now I'm going to go. critique Copilot's code and make not necessarily even just make it more efficient, but I'm going to learn how how it's done that and then learn on top of it how I could have done this better again and again and then question back to is going, Well, actually, it's now just made it 10% better again. And now I'm like, it's almost like it becomes this really curio- right. curiosity-based challenge of it's doing it better than I did before, A, I want to understand how, and then B, how can I do it better? So I'm maturing it, but also like, I'm the validator. I'm the qualifier that this is right and it works. And yeah, like you look at, you know, a lot of companies that are very software code based and like their, their products have never been better, never been faster, never been more e- efficient, effective, secure. And it's like, because not only is it, you know, questioning gaps that we, didn't know necessarily how to fill all like, oversights. You didn't know that you've left this password in that in that code, and then it's forcing you to be better. And you're like almost up for the challenge of going, well, that's what I've been working on for for a little while now, a couple of years, and you've just matured it in an instance. Like wow. I'm I'm that's energized great. now to so yeah. go and figure out how you've done that. What did I miss? What did I not understand before? Right, I need to go on a course. Like I've seen people that have gone. I don't know Python as well as I thought I did. Mm. Been using it. F- forever and then they're like but it did that and i didn't i didn't get that concept i didn't think about that structure and it's like it's just made my code way better and i don't want to give it the credit <laughs> i want to go about the business they did it better and i'm going to tell you like i understand completely why because there's always going to be that human element of validation and like verification that we it's not just happening to us ai is not just building these walls around us it's like i need to understand what bricks it used, what mortar it used. Like I need to understand what what ingredients it it put together to cook this dish. That's the same thing I've been cooking, but the enchiladas it made It this well it tastes well better. And I'm like, what did what did you do that I didn't do or didn't know before? It's like spices, you know, you said at the start, if you don't know what spices you like and what works in a dish and what doesn't work in a dish, you don't know unless you throw it in. AI is almost qualifying and quantifying that for us, that I don't need to make five dishes and throw five different spices in. I'm just going to say which one works for this dish. I've got this code that's doing this for this application, this website, whatever it is, and go, just run this by me. You Put tell me. It. It. It Give it. me a it view about, of this. Yeah. Give me your perspective. And it's yeah. like, oh, this is how this is how you do it. And it's like, all right, now how did you get there? Because <laughs> I need to be able to like articulate that and understand it because is almost that space of going yeah it's going to be great and it works but i can't tell anyone what's going on no, <laughs> how, no. how I going to this someone point? asked me we're all shrugging our shoulders it's like and i think it's a really nice uncomfortable place for for professionals to be because it's like i need to understand what it's just done and what it's just done for me into the business and
0: to I the actors, i like, think that's such an issue to finish on because yeah. if you if you go back and you know, i've been in industry like 14 years and works with some companies where they go oh don't touch that application of yes, that yes that guy that guy <laughs> built it now we're at the other end of the spectrum where uh, my brother's a developer right so he's he's actually building websites for, for companies and he uses yeah. a lot of uh github and, and uh and some of the co-pilot stuff and i don't know if he knows the intricate details of how some of that stuff is yeah. working but it's just we've gone full circle when it's now the machine is is doing it and and the people don't potentially know unless they go and look into it but it's pushing that yeah. envelope even further to go what could what is the next thing how do we yeah. improve this code but yeah i think there's
1: a lot of potential there's
0: so potential. much use cases for it
1: and uh, it's you... the fact that you can ask yes to build me a code that does this or do you tell me about this how did you get there yeah absolutely referencing sources and do not it's yeah, the potential is just what you make of it, really. And I think, like I said earlier, you know, as we go a year in the future, the, the personas, the use cases that people will create and adapt to model for themselves, it's like business is never going to look the same no, ever
0: again. There's all those different people in the organisation. Exactly. So, yeah, I cannot wait. But I really appreciate you taking yeah. the time. Yeah. Thanks for coming on air. And, yeah, I'll see you on the other side.
1: Absolutely. See you in a
0: year. See you in a year. <laughs> Cheers, Andy. Cheers.